neither of you has it anymore, so. Oh, I've got it, Jason. Don't you doubt me. <laughs> no, I'm doubting you. That way you try and get on the pitch. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. So as the leaves turn from green to red, and the skies turn from blue to gray, the seasons turn from baseball to indoor soccer. And I am now my daughter's indoor soccer coach. Like with baseball, I'm willing to pretend I know what I'm doing enough. I know enough that I can assist and coach, and I assist and coach well. Or better yet, scorekeep. Scorekeeping is the best, because you don't have to do anything important. Uh, but everyone looks at you like you are important at least once a game. They're like, wait, wait, was that three balls or four? And you're like, that was three. And they're like, oh, okay, smart guy knows what he's doing Really, when really I'm just keeping track on my phone. But anyway, soccer, I know very well. I feel like I can coach soccer, especially seven and eight-year-old soccer, which is not hard. So I teaching my daughter how to play. We had exactly one practice, which my daughter did not go to because she had a party. So I just showed up and coached a bunch of random kids I was not related to. That was awkward. I think it'd be weirder if you coached a bunch of kids you were related to. <laughs> like, yeah, we got together. And you think it'd be weird if I coached my nieces and nephews in soccer? That's not weird. They, Why do you think that's not, weird? Not that you have nieces and nephews, but if they all just happen to be there. Don't worry about it. They're all just going to happen to be at my house for Thanksgiving, and I'm going to coach them soccer, and the whole time I'm flipping you off. Because it's not weird. What a weird Sesame Street voice that you did there for a second. And also, you're not going to coach them. You might all play a sport. You might all <laughs> play a game and that would be fine. But it's not going to be organized. Thanksgiving sport is never organized. It's... But if you teach a child sport, it's coaching. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not a coach. I'm just saying that I don't think that is the definition of coaching. My favorite episodes are not when we talk about wieners and butts. But when we get down and pedantically argue definitions of words what is karma steve because it's not a bird pooping on you i disagree jason not really an argument to be made there it's that you think you're right about something and you're clearly not and let's listen for several minutes about you telling us why you think you're correct even though we know you're not somebody's got to <laughs> nobody does <laughs> you can't prove that Anyway, so uh, at this age, rather than because it's indoor and there's not a basketball court and these kids have no idea what they're doing, it's YMCA indoor soccer, which YMCA sports are for the kids who don't play in the actual leagues, but their parents still want them to be involved. It's so low stakes. It's so nothing. Most of these kids don't even move. So they don't even move? <laughs> no, they just sit there, stand there, and you're just like, ah, no, get, get the ball! get it the ymca is known for you know activities like you go there you don't you don't go there to do a coloring book <laughs> you're, you're you're being more active like i love the idea of parents dropping off their kids for soccer at ymca and then they just don't move <laughs> it's like did you at least move this time i mean i moved a foot or two that a boy <laughs> now i can be proud of my son the sportsman at one of my son's last baseball game we had to drive an hour through traffic to get there just because of where it was and the time of day the game was and stuff. And this one poor mom, her son was just standing up there terrified, wouldn't swing. It was his first baseball season. He didn't had never done it before. And he's just standing there terrified of what to do. And she's like, I did not drive an hour to watch you stand there. Swing that bat. 
So he swung at the next pitch, which was absolutely in the dirt, and just looked at her like, is that what you wanted, Mom? <laughs> I love, love, love. And I have not seen it in a while myself, but, oh, man, it's just the the spice of life is when the, the parents and the kids actually interact. Because, you know, it's supposed to be the parents are watching. <laughs> They're going to yell at the kids, of course, and the kids are going to, like, you know, internalize this stuff until they realize they hate the sport and they stop playing but yeah when they actually interact it's like is that what you wanted <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly a two and oh one in the dig in the dirt the digger oh was i'm mixing my sports metaphors <laughs> i know sports i don't know I don't know what sport has diggers, but whatever. I, I mean, I, people say take a digger, and it means like, you know, you, you slid or you fell down or, yeah. Oh, okay. That's it's not one I was, not I was familiar, familiar with until with. I met my wife either. So it's maybe a southernism. I don't know. Let's call it that. Sure. It sounds very much like something a southerner would say. Anyway, um, so these kids, not super into it. I mean, they're into it. They're having fun. They're good, but... As the coach, I'm allowed and encouraged to be out there running with them. Can't touch the ball, can't touch the kids, but I'm like, okay, now you do this, now you do this. So I'm running way more than these kids, up and down the field. And because it's indoor, we're just playing it off the wall. And the referee and the coaches were basically like hockey referees, where a big part of our job is just getting out of the way in the right way and trying to make it look cool. And there are several metal uh, ball holders up against the wall for normal, because this is a basketball gym. So this is where people could put their basketballs in and whatever while they're not being used. And the people who run the YMCA know that soccer referees and coaches are always running into these things and getting hurt. So they covered them with padding. During halftime of my daughter's last game, we look at the referee and he is bleeding profusely from his uh, hand. And he's like trying to tape it up. And we're like, like, what happened? He's like, be careful of the thing over there. It'll cut you. I'm like... The thing covered in padding? How did you cut yourself on that? Well, later on in the second half, I'm kind of next to the thing and the kids start running towards me. So I jump up on it and, and push my hands to get out of the way like a rodeo clown. And the way that they attached the padding was with zip ties. But they didn't want the extra bit hanging off. So they clipped them. Oh, gosh. Making razor sharp points yes. up and down the safety rail. <laughs> <laughs> they made it way more dangerous. It's so much more dangerous. <laughs> Which would you rather, a mild bruise or a massive cut to the bone of your hand? Oh, that's a parent or somebody trying to do <laughs> trying to do the right thing and just messing it up the worst way you possibly could. <laughs> I fixed this by making it more deadly. You're welcome, children. The spikes will keep you away. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they should. Especially after the first hit. Get knocked into it. It's just like, ow! Why am I bleeding? So many perforations. <laughs> I didn't expect to have to worry about that in soccer. Especially at the YMCA. <laughs> Nobody's wearing cleats. How did you get cleated? Well, the wall got me. <laughs> what wall? You mean that safety wall over there that they made safer? Yes. <laughs> You cut yourself on padding? How dumb are you? It's spiky padding. Yeah, I've I've definitely experienced that in other elements where people have used zip ties. That they do the same thing. It's like, well, we don't want that whole thing hanging off. That just looks bad. So I'll make it way worse. 
make this much more dangerous. I want to say I put my hand on one of those when I was working. So it was something zip tied. It shouldn't have been zip tied in the first place, but it was zip tied and then cut off. And yeah, just it's like kind of stumbling on a ladder one time and like caught myself. And instead, hand just went right. And it's like, oh, that was so much more dangerous than what I was about to do. I've been penetrated. I've been seeing people fall off ladders my entire adult life. I could take that. I'm sure I could have made it okay. Wait, you've seen someone fall off a ladder? Wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's enough. the joke. That's I know how to fall off a ladder because I've watched okay. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I would kill myself. Sorry. Well, I'm going to change all these light bulbs. Would someone please put a bunch of tables around this ladder so I'm safe? Just in case anything goes wrong? Yeah. So, poor... We don't have a table to put there? Bridge a ladder across it. I'll feel much better. Make sure it's metal. Not one of those made out of wood. Heaven forbid I fall through that. So... Yeah, I, I mean, mistakes were made, but not your fault. So, our coaching. Never now, I, I did want to go back to, you, you said something about your coaching, but you're not allowed to touch the ball? During a game, yeah. Do you think the coach is allowed to just go out there and start dribbling around the other seven and eight-year-olds and take a hard shot? No, 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 no not not during the game. I thought, I thought you meant like, period. Like, like you come in the building and you're not allowed to touch the soccer ball. I was like, how do you coach soccer if you can't touch the ball? <laughs> No, no, no. In, in the game, while playing the game, the coach is not allowed to take matters into his own hand. Be like, well, we're down four to nothing. This is garbage. <laughs> Start draining shots from out of town. That would make for such good chaos ball. Like if the score is going badly enough. It's like, you know, the, the mercy rule in baseball. It's like, oh, they're up by 10 on us. The game's over. Just end it. I don't care if it's the third inning. <laughs> and this one, if you get far enough behind in soccer, it's just like, all right, who you want to sub in? No, it doesn't have to be a kid. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> bring that guy that sure would, that would make it very tactically interesting if me and the other coach could both play so it's five kids and one adult <laughs> running around yeah that, playing that, some soccer trying to relive glory days and neither of you has it anymore so oh i've got it jason don't you doubt me <laughs> no i'm doubting you that way you try and get on the pitch <laughs> you eat it and break your leg or something it's like i had it i so had it Oh, God, I'm blacking out from the pain. Come home with a broken leg and a sliced up arm, and everyone's like, what happened? I can't believe you got so hurt for nothing. Like, it wasn't nothing, honey. I scored when Jason didn't think I could. To which, as always, your children would say, who's Jason? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my children are 100% aware of who Jason is. This mythical Jason, of which they've heard much, is both a curse and a byword around our house. And the reason for many things. Wait, a curse? My my name is a curse around the house? <laughs> like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I Jason that one up. <laughs> I pulled a Jason. Don't be a Jason. Stop Jasoning. These are all things we say. When the song Don't You Forget About Me comes on the radio, and it does often around here. They play it on the radio station we listen to. I always change Don't Forget Don't You Forget About Steve. <laughs> it's not necessarily related to you but my daughter always asks me if that's the steve i'm talking about i'm like sure honey talk about the guy i podcast with so that's the mention you get in our house you get to replace a famous (laughs) lyric i'm a curse word oh that's amazing you're a replacement for a song lyric that's great like and i'll never be forgotten which is like you know a double bonus no and someday when you die tragically, it'll be even sadder. <laughs> we'll hear that. Now. I'm going to put that on my tombstone. Don't you forget about Steve. That's great. I love that. Thank you, Jason. 
You're welcome. Maybe my status can get raised now. Maybe I can be, you know, something positive to your family instead of. Uh, I mean, like language will decide. <laughs> like you don't always get a chance to control what words are going to mean. Like it just depends on the popular usage. Uh, uh, nobody has just... ever meant my name as a bad thing. <laughs> my name has often been a bad thing. There's something about Shinny that is very pleasant to yell when you're upset. That I've had several groups of friends just use it as a as a bystander for cursing. Be like a shinny. That's because it sounds like a curse word. My, know, mine's close enough. My, mine people try and my last name, they try and make it out to be, and I'm just like, I mean, you're you're really stretching. Do you really just do you dislike me that much? You can just tell me to my face. Like you don't have to try and make <laughs> my last name a thing. <laughs> I get it. I'm terrible. Don't drag my family into this. I mean, you know, yeah. Sigler, Sigler. No, that doesn't work. Do you ever hurt yourself on safety scissors? Do you ever get like a rug burn on a pad? Do you ever fall into a pit of foam and choke? Uh, again, I've led, I've led such a cushy life. I've barely hurt myself like ever. So no, I don't have any stories <laughs> like that. You've lived such a cushy life that even your dangers are safe. And I've lived such a dangerous life. Even my safety precautions are dangerous. Yeah, basically. That sums okay. it up. Checks out. It does. I'll stop pulling a Jason, and uh, don't you forget about Steve. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Digital Strips.